we have finally made it. It's been a long off season since like February 12th. I think the Super Bowl was. We're here. There's an NFL football game on tonight, and it actually matters. I know I'm super excited. I know Austin's super excited. I know a lot of people are super excited because football is back. And today, Austin and I are recording our first pickums of the 2023 season. So we're a lot of we're a lot we're a lot of excited. We're really excited. It's going to be a great time. This is KNA football. Austin. So, like we said, there's a game on tonight. I know I've been counting down the, the hours all day. It's been a pretty long day waiting to get to 8.30, but we're, we're only three hours away from the season officially starting, so it's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I didn't really realize how soon I, mean, I, I guess I, really, I, I was ready for the season, basically. But um, I didn't realize how close we were last night. I was um, setting my fantasy football lineups. I'm sure every, everything was the way that I wanted it to be um, before things got set for the Thursday night games. And I, it just happened to be that while I was on the app, um, it finally rolled over from, you know, one day down to 23 hours and 59 minutes, right as I was on the app. And I was like, oh boy. We're here. There's a game tonight. Super exciting. Super exciting. So, uh, without further ado, should we just jump into the tonight's game, the first game? I know that we've made a graphic, just the same graphic that we used all last year. So we're gonna try to get that to work online. Margaret's behind the scenes, working pretty tirelessly. So hopefully that's working. Hopefully the audio sounding a little better than last week as well. Still working on that. But without further ado, do you want to jump into picking tonight's first game, Chiefs? Lions at Chiefs. Yes, Lions at Chiefs in Arrowhead. Obviously, um, a tough environment to go play in. Um, see a lot of people um, posting on Instagram things like, you know, looking for another 2018 Mahomes. Mm, yeah. I mean, do you remember that game? There were over 1,000 yards oh, yeah. of total offense, over 100 points scored. Um, people, people want that, and I feel like it, there's a – definitely a chance that it happens tonight um i mean detroit had one of the most high-powered offenses of all last year um chiefs obviously as well though they don't have kelsey in this game but i guess potentially potentially it's suspected that they won't have him he's like a very true game time decision he just had like an mri earlier today so they may not even have like the full results yet so it'll literally be at 819 is kelsey going on for the off the first offensive snap um so definitely a chance for another crazy big game. Uh, for me personally, I think that this game could go either way. I really do. I don't really trust the Chiefs defense, if I'm being honest here. Um, but I really don't trust the Lions defense either. So at the end of the day, Mahomes is Mahomes. And so I will go with the Chiefs, but I wouldn't be disappointed if the Lions won. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you there. I'm going with the Chiefs. Um... I mean, both both offenses are great. Like like you said, the Lions had one of the best offenses last year, and we know the Chiefs obviously have a great offense. But the Lions' defense last season was ranked 
bottom three in the league. Like they were a pathetic defense, but over the off season in the last few weeks of the regular season last year, the lions got a lot better and they got a lot, got a lot of hype. And that's why the media has completely hyped them up. That's why they're playing on this opening Thursday night, because all the media really seems to believe the lions are just going to be these, like all of a sudden they're going to be dominant. They're going to be like, forget the lions of the last 60 years. They're actually a good team. Now, I am not jumping on that bandwagon yet. I'll gladly jump on if it actually happens, but I think people are a little too high in the Lions. I think it's going to be a good game tonight, especially if Kelsey doesn't play, but I'm also picking the Chiefs. I think no matter what, they got Mahomes. The opening game of the season, the, they're going to have, they'll be unveiling the banner uh, for the Super Bowl. I mean, that place is going to be going absolutely crazy, so I think the Chiefs will yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah, totally with you there. And then we move on to Sunday's games, which is obviously uh, every single team plays this week. There's no buys. It's week one. So moving on to the first game that we have on the slideshow. I did not do this on purpose. It just happened to be the first one on the slideshow. Panthers at Falcons. <laughs> Bryce Young's first NFL start going to Atlanta. And Bijan Robinson, who was the eighth overall pick, is playing for Atlanta. So what you got there? Um, I think that you hit on a very important point there it's week one all the teams play i feel like that week one thing that you said is very important because basically all of these picks that we're making are just off of how did the teams do last year and what do we think players are going to do this year that we haven't seen play so most of these are just coin flips if we're being honest here because most of them are good games and like we saw last year with like the opening thursday night game we saw um the bills play the rams and you know, the Rams were supposed to be like, we're going to defend, you know, the Super Bowl. We're going to go back and we're going to win it again. And then they, you know, didn't and they sucked. So That's right. I forgot about that game. <laughs> so it's like really anything could have happened over the offseason. Any team can be any way going in. It's called any given Sunday for a reason. Mm -hmm. So it's very important that like even if these picks don't go well, I promise week two's picks will probably go better. But getting back to the game, um, Panthers at Falcons, I see a lot of people who are saying that, you know, they believe in Desmond Ritter. The Falcons say they believe in Desmond Ritter. Like we said on Saturday, we don't believe in Desmond Ritter. Um, I believe in Bryce Young a lot more than I believe in Desmond Ritter, and Bryce Young has never played an NFL snap. So that yeah, said, that's, got, that's got to tell you all you got to know about how yeah. confident we are in Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, I will go with the Panthers. They are the underdog in this matchup, which is a little surprising to me. But yeah. I'll go with them anyways, because I do think that they're the better team. I like that. I like that uh, pick. I'm also going the Panthers. It's week one. Yeah, obviously. It's week one. I'm not gonna I mean I'm not gonna be unrealistic all season. There's gonna be games that I'm obviously gonna pick the Panthers to lose, but it's week one and they're playing a very like below average team. I mean, to be fair, we don't know what the Panthers are. Bryce Young's obviously a rookie. They have a whole new coaching staff, whole new wide receiver staff. So we don't know what we're going to see out of this Panthers team. What does concern me, quarterbacks, there's a stat that I saw. Quarterbacks who have been drafted first overall and started week one for their team that year that they got drafted. Do you know what their record is in those games? There's been 14 quarterbacks who have been picked who have been picked first overall and started week one right, for their team. It was concerning. I'm going to go, I don't know, 2-12. and 12. Oh, 13 and one Ooh. Yeah, which is crazy. But I do think that Bryce Young, which, I mean, this might sound really stupid, but Bryce Young mentally, like, 
he they're saying he prepared like he processes so fast he's so good up up like up here uh, he's so smart that i think it's not going to be like the biggest jump from like having to process in college to the nfl obviously it's going to be harder and tougher but his offensive linemen at alabama were on on average size or bigger than his offensive linemen for the panthers so it's not like he's having to look over these new alignment now obviously the d linemen are better but I do trust Bryce Young, like you said, a lot more than Desmond Ritter. I said last week, I'm pretty sure that I think Desmond Ritter is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, yeah. one, one other thing that a little kind of concerns me is that today, I mean, obviously it's just practice. It doesn't matter that much, but our number two receiver, DJ Chark, he hasn't practiced all week because of a hamstring injury. And it's looking like there's a really likely chance he doesn't play. And also today, Adam Thielen, who's the number one receiver, he didn't practice because of an ankle, but they're saying that's not severe and they're saying he should play. But regardless, if you're missing one of those two guys, we already don't have the most dominant receiving core. We have one of the bottom like five receiving cores in the league. And if you start losing guys already off of already pretty bad receiving core, that's that's you're going to start hitting the struggle bus because then you're going to really have to start bringing in Walmart employees. I know we make those jokes all the time, but they seriously would have to start considering. So, with all that being said, I'm still taking the Panthers. Still don't trust the Falcons. So, yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, next up is Bengals at Browns, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So Bengals at Browns. Um, I'll let you talk first before I give my take on my on my team this time. Yeah. So I could really see this one going either way. I thought a lot about this one because obviously we know the Browns have the Bengals number. Like it seems like every single time they play. But last year they did split. And it's still, it's like, okay, I don't want to pick the Bengals because they all, the Browns always just manage to beat them. And, and then also Burrow coming off of that calf injury, you know, it's a little, it's a little concerning. You know what? I picked the Bengals, but now me explaining this is making me go back. I'm going to pick the Browns. Now that I think like, I've just completely gone against what I had originally planned on doing Burrow's calf injury. It's concerning to me. Man, yeah, whatever. Burrow's calf injuries uh, concerning to me. Uh, the ba- the Bengals started really slow the last two seasons. Um, the Sean's finally had a full off season. He's going to play. I think Elijah Moore is going to be great. Nick Chubb. Uh, the Browns tend to have their number. It's in Cleveland. I'm going to pick the Browns. And three minutes ago, I was going to pick the Bengals. So here we go. I was not expecting that. That's amazing. I'm so glad to hear you say. <laughs> All of that, uh, and I wish that I was saying the same. Um, what? You're not picking the Browns? I, no, I have I have the Bengals in this one. Um, yeah, hopefully I'm wrong, and hopefully the Browns. <laughs> but unfortunately, I do think, and like, I just don't know. It's really hard for me. Like, there's a lot of people. You see it on social media. You see it on NFL. Um, sites you see it on all like sports things it's like a lot of people are mm-hmm. hyping up the Browns like a lot of people um and I'm really happy to see that but as a Browns fan it's really really hard for me to ever think that we're actually going to be good like I can say it all I want it's like oh yeah, this is our year but every time that it's our year it's not our year like we've been winning like five games like so it's really hard for me to trust but I do think this is the best roster that the Browns have had in a very very long time um all that being said, I do still have the Bengals because at the end of the day, they do still have Joe Burrow. True. They do still have Jamar Chase. They do still have T. Higgins. Uh, and they did get rid of Eli Apple. 
So, so like, as much as I'd love to be wrong and I'd love for us to win, if you look at it from just a numbers perspective and knowing that you know, we don't know what the Browns are going to look like this season compared to last season and the season before or anything else, I have to go with the Bengals just because it's a safer option. But I really hope that I'm wrong in the Browns win. Wow. Last year, I don't think you went against the Browns a single week. I definitely did. I definitely I, did not. I don't know. And look where that look where that look where you ended up doing that. So maybe maybe you're starting to mature a little bit. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'm gonna pretend like I'm playing it smart, you know, but realistically it's gonna end up hurting me and the Browns are gonna go, you know, seventeen and oh, win the Super Bowl. And I pick against them every year or every week. And it's gonna hurt me in the end. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I if that if that happens, totally game for it. Totally uh, worth a Waffle House 24 hours, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and by the way, if any of you have an idea for what punishment we should do again this year, check out our Instagram, ka underscore football, and let us know what punishments. There has been some year. good responses. Some of them there semi-legal, some of them semi-legal, so obviously those will not be happening, but some of them are very funny. So, yeah, make sure yeah. you just keep submitting those in. Yeah. Uh, next up is another division rivalry. It's mm-hmm. Jaguars at Colts. And I feel like we're probably going to have the same opinion on this one, but I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, I really don't think this one's going to take that long to talk about. The Colts drafted Anthony Richardson at four. He's one of the biggest project quarterbacks we've seen in a while. He might end up amounting to being a great quarterback. We really don't know. But especially for this first season, he's going to look very bad, very rusty. He could barely win or complete a pass at Florida. And now he's going straight to the NFL week one of uh, like, on top of all of that. So I really, and I, we both are very high in the Jags. I had them finishing first in the AFC uh, regular season this season. So I got the Jags winning this one. Not really a close game. Trevor Lawrence making that third year jump. He, he made a great jump last season to continue to get even better. I think the Jaguars won this one pretty sound. Yep, totally on board. And it's, again, like, if, I love thinking back last season when we thought that the Colts were going to be the stuff with Matt Ryan being a quote, not the problem quarterback and Jonathan Taylor. And now Jonathan Taylor, you know, is going no, really late. Yeah, if at all, um, you know, the Jaguars are like everyone's lock to win the AFC East. South. Sorry, AFC South. Um, yeah, I mess up that up all the time. They're like a lock to win AFC South. So it's like how quick things happen in a year. But yeah, Totally have the Jaguars. Yeah, well. you love to I bring up. You love to bring out how bring up how we always said that he's not the problem quarterback. How about you just like hide our mistakes, you know, not show them to the world every every no, opportunity we ev- get. No, everyone else thought that too. <laughs> everyone else thought that Matt Ryan was a not the problem quarterback, and it turns out he was a problem. Yeah, that's true. And I love bringing that up. It's fair. I love bringing it up. All um, right. So next game we got here: Tampa Bay versus the Vikings. A yep the second non-divisional game that we've talked about. So the Bucks going into their uh, post-Tom Brady era and the Vikings going into the Justin Jefferson is going to become the greatest receiver of all time era. So what do you got? I feel like, again, uh, this isn't well, going to be much discussion unless, I don't know, we'll see. I, yeah, I don't think there's going to be much discussion here. Um, I got the Vikings. Um, I think that they'll win. I think they'll win pretty handily. Um, no offense to Baker, but uh, total offense, if, total offense, Baker. Even if the Vikings defense isn't 
all that great. I don't feel like the Buccaneers are going to be able to put up the number of points that Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins are going to put up against Tampa Bay. Yeah, and don't even and that that's just the two of them. That's not even accounting for uh, Jordan Addison or uh, Hawkinson or Madison. Just the two of them, I think, will be able to outscore the Bucks. Yep. So congratulations to everyone who had the one-one and correctly chose Justin Jefferson. Uh, you're going to mm-hmm. have a great week this week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you. I'm sure you have a great season. I obviously have Vikings as well. Uh, the Bucks. Yeah. Any team led by Baker Mayfield most likely will not be getting the win from me unless you're playing like Arizona. So sorry, Bucks. I got the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, next up, another non-division game. We have Titans at Saints. Um, I'll, let, I'll let you go ahead with this one. You know, I really thought about this one because, you know, if we see the Titans who we kind of are used to seeing, Titans can easily win this game. I mean, Derrick Henry can prove that he can win you games. I know that's kind of going against what we kind of said last week, but Derrick Henry can take over games and can't win you games. Ryan Tannehill can help you win games as a quarterback. He's not he's not Matt Ryan. He, he's an actual, not the problem quarterback. But And they got uh, DeAndre Hopkins this year. They have a great coach. So I really want to pick the Titans. But last time we saw the Titans, they went on a seven-game losing streak to end the season and miss out on the playoffs. That Regardless of how hard you think about it, that stays in your head. And the last time we saw them, they were on a seven-game losing streak, like I said. Terrible way to end the season. They still had Derrick Henry, and still nothing was happening. So, as much as it pains me to say, because this game is a... The Saints have a very easy schedule this year. And this is one of the, quote-unquote, tougher games on their schedule. Like, this could go kind of either way. So, I'd love to see the Titans win it, because i like to see the Saints lose as many of those 50-50 games as possible. Um, but I think the Saints are going to win. They just have the much better overall team. The Titans have Derrick Henry. They have the best player on the field. But as a team, the Saints are much better. I think they have the better quarterback. Chris Olave, I think he's going to make a great jump this season. Uh, unfortunately, I think he'll make a great jump. Um, I got the Saints. But I think it'll be a close game. Yep. With you there, I have the Saints as well. Um, I think Derek Carr, first game, probably wanting to prove that it was the Raiders' fault, not his. So he's going to want to come out. He's going to want to prove something. Uh, Michael Thomas, first game starting a season in, you know, at least 50 years where he isn't injured to start the year. So yeah, he'll, he'll play till halftime. He'll play till halftime. He'll play till at least halftime before he gets turf toe and it puts him out for the season. Um, so I, I do have the Saints. I don't think the Titans are going to do anything spectacular. I mean, they do have DeAndre Hopkins now, so that is, you know, one bright side, but. You know, like like I said, you know, triple team DeAndre Hopkins put the other, you know, whatever, eight people on the line to stop Derrick Henry. It'll probably be fine. Um, moving on, we have 49ers at uh, Steelers. Um, Nick Bosa just became the highest paid defensive player of all time. Dude got a lot of money. What was it, 150 over five years? I think it was 170. I think it might have been 170. 170 million over five years. Um, the base money. salary is 34 million a year, which is a lot of money for a defensive end. A lot of money. Yeah. So, you know, I think he'll probably come out and feel like, yeah, I deserve this, which, you know, fair enough. He does deserve this. So I think that he'll go sack um, 
gosh, I almost said Mitchell Trubisky. We'll go sack Kenny Pickett. Um, Mitchell Trubisky was last year. We'll go sack Kenny Pickett about a thousand times this game. Um, and I'm excited to see Brock Purdy play again. I don't know. Some people aren't. I think you're one of them that isn't really that high. Yeah, I'm not very high on them. But I, I think that it's a fun story, and I want to see him succeed, okay? So, no, I, I, I'm rooting for him. Come on. I'm not so, rooting for his downfall. So, so I just, hey, hey, so hey. I, got, I got the 49ers in this one. I think the Steelers will finish last in the AFC North. And not only do I think that, but I hope it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I agreed with you on the uh, finishing last in the AFC North. But I did say last week that they have a great division. And I only had them two games off of first. That's how great that division is. And if we think back to yeah. the last couple of seasons, the Steelers always start off good. Week one, the Steelers are always playing their A game. Last year, did they tie the Bengals or beat the Bengals? There, there was that crazy. Yeah, I think they beat the Bengals last year in week one. And there's a bunch of kicks, yeah. a bunch of uh, missed field mm-hmm. goals, right? And TJ yeah. Watt's playing. Their record with TJ Watt versus when he's not playing is actually like insane. Like they're like ten and two when he plays, and then like. 5 and 11 when he doesn't, which is like crazy. But so TJ Watt won't be playing in this game. Uh, Kenny Pickett, at least from what we've seen in training camp and preseason, looks to make a huge jump. He looks incredible. Um, all the Steelers always play well in week one. And if we remember last season, the 49ers, yes, it was Trey Lance playing in that game. But week one, they did lose to the Bears. And the Bears went on to have the first pick and only had three wins the whole season. A little concerning. They also did play in a monsoon, yeah. so you gotta give them that. They also didn't have McCaffrey, but there's a good chance that George Kittle doesn't play in this game. He's hurt. Uh Brock Purdy is a seventh round pick. I think a lot of the reason he was able to just flow great last season was one, there's not a lot of tape on him because he had started mid-season. And mm-hmm. like I said, the product around him, and he just kind of jumped right into it. I think, one, the nerves are going to be high because he knows that, okay, I'm the only guy. It's either me or Sam Darnold. So if I mess up, then I'm letting the whole team down because it's not like they can just put in a new guy, which, I mean, you can say that that's not going to, that's going to relieve some stress off of him. But I think the pressure, the moment's going to be too high for him. And I think the Steelers are actually going to pull one of the bigger upsets of week one. I think the Steelers will win. Really? I like, that'd be fun. It's a fun take there, Caden. I think you're probably going to be wrong, but that's a fun take. I like that. <laughs> you know, got to take some risks. Yeah, true. Uh, I don't know. I just looked right at that, and I was like, Steelers. And I was like, why do I not think the Niners are going to win? But maybe it's my disbelief in Brock Purdy. But, yeah. Maybe. It's your hate. Um, here's here's one that's probably not that big of a risk. Um, Cardinals at football team. Um, and I think that every single week, until they prove me otherwise, which I don't think will be this year, I will pick whatever team is playing the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So, I have the football team winning. Yeah, we might as well every week when the Cardinals come on, we gotta like adopt something that's like we say every week, or if just like skip or something like where we know like okay, we're not yeah. picking that team, like a something. I don't know. We gotta think of something, but nothing to talk about. There is one thing. Did you hear the thing about uh, Caleb Williams' dad, who came out and said yes that if uh, that, that obviously if the Cardinals have the first pick next year, which it's pretty inevitable that they will, um, there's a good chance that he'll just stay at USC for a year, which I think would be so funny. That's just be the biggest troll to the Cardinals. I mean, you, you're terrible. You're like, okay, at least we're going to get this elite quarterback and things will start turning up. No, 
this elite quarterback's going to stay in college. So now we're going to have to endure this awful season for a whole nother year. And how funny would that be if he stays in college for a year, Cardinals have the first pick again, and then he can't stay. And then he ultimately still ends up having to go to the Cardinals. I don't know. Pretty funny. Yeah, but I feel like even if the Cardinals won that first overall pick, um, it may be in their best interest to try to trade it away. Make you get a lot for it. Just, just a year ago, they paid Kyler Murray a quarter of a billion dollars. You're right. Over like five years, so like that's a lot of money to just throw out the window. Mm-hmm. So, I think it would be advantageous for them to go ahead and trade it away if they do end up with it. Mm-hmm. Get a lot for it because Caleb Williams is going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. Everyone thinks so. So, would not be a bad move. Yeah. But it's a conversation for later. Um, Texans. At Ravens, uh, I feel like I can probably guess who you have, but I'll let you go ahead and say it. Yeah, you're right. I got the Ravens, and I did notice, I think the Ravens every year have the easiest week one game ever. This year, obviously, they're playing the Texans. Last year, they played the Jets when the Jets had Zach Wilson. The year that the Dolphins were, like, a terrible team, they played the Dolphins week one, and they put up, like, 60. I mean, I don't remember a Ravens having to play a tough team week one. It's like, wow, they always get to start 1-0 with a cupcake on their schedule. So I got the Ravens. Uh, we both don't think the Texans will be very good. It's CJ Stroud's first start, so it'll be fun to see how he does. But I got the Ravens pretty handily. Yep, with you there. Got the Ravens for sure. I mean, and, you know, Lamar's actually healthy, and he has a bunch of new weapons to play with. So I think that he'll fully enjoy that until he gets hurt in week three. Uh, <laughs> then we have Packers at Bears, and judging by our conversation on Saturday, I can guess who you have as well, and I think you might be able to guess who I have. Yeah, well, most of the media, you know, they're kind of high on the Packers and really low on the Bears. I don't know if it's because we're Justin Fields, like, stands. I don't know what it is, but we are both very high on the Bears, like, more high than a lot of the media is and it kind of is a little concerning because like if the bears end up sucking we're just gonna look like absolute idiots but on the flip side if the bears are good i thought about that yesterday you know if the bears are good we look like espn is to hire us because we are over here predicting good season from the bears and bad season from the packers so um this is kind of a fun game to put week one because obviously the packers have completely owned the bears for so long because of Aaron Rodgers saying the whole, like, we own, or I own you, or whatever he says. And now, obviously, Rodgers is gone. The Bears tend to be, we think, tend to be looking up. So I am going to have the Bears winning this one. I heard something from uh, Harold last night, who's been on the podcast before, which he'll appreciate this little shout-out then. Um, he said something of, he thinks that the Bears are going to win. He thinks that Aaron Rodgers is going to go and completely troll the Packers. Like the first game that he's not there, they end up losing to the Bears, which I really that wouldn't surprise me because Aaron Rodgers is a very cocky and arrogant, lame dude. But uh, oh, I got the, the Bears. No, the lame part. Got to add it. In. Not the lame part. Can't add that in there. Yeah, I'm with you. I have the Bears. Um, I think, I think that playing with a chip on your shoulder is a really good incentive on trying to win. Um, so I think Justin Fields, knowing all of the hate, all of the disbelief, um, he's got a new wide receiver to play around with. Uh, I think that Bears are going to come out. They won last week in week one, had a lot to prove there, ended up not finishing the season the way they wanted to. I think they're going to come out swinging again, big 
you know, rivalry game for week one. A um, lot on the line. I think the Bears win. Yeah, division. I think it'll be, it'll be a fun game, no matter what. Oh, yeah. Very fun game. Uh, next up, we have another divisional matchup. We have Raiders at Broncos. And for me personally, I feel like this game's kind of a 50-50. Um, I don't necessarily believe in either team a whole bunch, but I do believe in the Broncos a lot more than I believe in the Raiders. I don't think Jimmy G is a great solution to your Derek Carr problem. Um, they do still have Devontae. They do still have Josh Jacobs. But at the end of the day, on the other side of the ball, you have one of the best defenses in the NFL in the Broncos. You have Sean Payton, who you know came out of retirement for this. Um, Russell Wilson, hopefully he's trying to prove something, either that or he's just on his way out of the league. I don't know. Uh, and he actually has healthy receivers, too. So that's huge. Like last year, his receivers just were not healthy. Um, starting week one, they're healthy, ready to go. So I have the Broncos. Well, game, but I think Jerry Judy is a little bit not healthy. I don't think Jerry Judy's playing in the game. He's more healthy right now than he was all of last year. That's true. Um, in my opinion, this is the most boring week one game. I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch because it's a football game, obviously. But um, like when Red Zone flashes this game, I'm going to be like, uh, turn on another game. Because this one, like at least in some games, they're like, yeah, it's going to be blow, but at least they got a rookie quarterback playing. And this one, you got the Broncos who are like, okay, they got a new coach. We'll see. They might be a little better. And you got the Raiders who got a new quarterback, but it's Jimmy Garoppolo. So what are they really going to do? I think you got two teams who are battling for third and fourth in the division. Um, I got the Broncos winning this. I just think they're better than the Raiders and they got a way better head coach. Um, but yeah, kind of a boring game in my opinion. I think the Broncos win though. Totally agree. Um, next, we have a rematch of Super Bowl 52. Was it 52? I was going to say 51. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I, I completely forgot that was the Super Bowl. You're right. Yeah. I think 51 was. That was Falcons. Uh, 51 right? was Falcons, Patriots. Yeah. 52 was uh, Eagles, Patriots. Eagles are the away team in this game. Patriots are at home. And uh, just like that Super Bowl, I have full confidence that the Eagles are going to win. Yeah, because I have one full confidence in Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is probably going to be one of the bigger blowouts of the week. Uh, yeah. Eagles should be easily able to steamroll them. Um, what is interesting about this game, though, is Tom Brady will be back at the stadium. He's going to go and get, I don't know what he's doing, inducted into the Ring of Honor. I don't know. He's doing something at the Patriots game, so I'm sure the stadium will be sold out, but then by halftime, they'll probably leave because they'll be like, okay, we suck. So Eagles by whatever they want. Eagles by until they pull Jalen Hurts and AJ <laughs> Brown out of the game because they don't want to get him hurt because they're already on the yeah. mm -hmm. Fair. Um, next up, we have your boy. We have uh, Dolphins at Chargers. Mm -hmm. I think this is a really fun game. This might be one of my favorite week one games. Uh, the Dolphins have a very fun offense and Tua isn't injured yet, so obviously he'll play. Um, Justin Herbert. Okay, I'm not going to say it every single week, but I am a big Justin Herbert fan. I believe that he's going to have a great season. A, a Justin Herbert biggest fan counter. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but I think the Chargers are going to win this one. I think they got the better offense. They got the better defense. Uh, their coach is a little questionable, but they got a new offensive coordinator for Justin Herbert. So I think that can completely uh, upgrade the offense to elite status. Uh, none of them are injured yet. Mike Williams isn't hurt. Keenan Allen isn't hurt. They got a new rookie wide receiver. I'm expecting big things from the Chargers, and I think they'll get a week one win. Yeah, totally with you on everything you said, other than the Justin Herbert fan part. Um, I think that the this is going to be a really fun game. I hope that this is another high-scoring game, and I think it has full potential to be. Um, and I'm with you again on that the Chargers are going to win. Um, other than their head coach, I think that they're a little bit better of a team, and I think they're a little bit more well-rounded, a little more complete, and assuming Tua doesn't get his head hit on the turf again, it'll be a really fun game. Yeah. Should be a good one. Yeah, for sure. This one will not really be a good game. The C- or the Rams at the Seahawks. Um, Cooper Cup is not playing in this game. He is hurt. Yeah, and so now the Rams' offense is kind of non-existent. I think it's fair yeah. to say. Yeah, totally fair. Um, so you got the Seahawks, who are going to have a dominant offense. They got obviously Geno Smith, who's he got his big boy contract this offseason, so he's an actual quarterback now. Uh, obviously, DK, Tyler Lockett, they brought in Jackson Smith and Jigba, who was a beast at Ohio State when he actually played. Uh, Kenneth Walker, uh, Zach Charbonnet, a rookie running back they drafted. They got great on defense. We both think the Seahawks are going to be nice this year, and I think that they'll pretty handily beat the uh, Rams. Yep, completely agree. Um, not entirely certain who Matthew Stafford is going to throw it to. Yeah, I don't know. I it's a little concerning. Um, but yeah, I can't say Walmart anymore. We've used that yeah, as a bunch. Target employees, which the whole other can of worms of employees. Um. Yeah, don't think the Rams are going to have a great year. I don't know what Matthew Stafford is still doing playing. I guess just collecting his paycheck at this point. Um, I Yeah, I don't know what he's doing there. Yeah. Wait until the day he gets hurt, I guess. I don't know. Wait till he retires. Yeah. Maybe he'll request one more trade before his time is up and try to go to a team that's one quarterback away. Maybe if the 49ers don't pan out this year with Brock Purdy, he'll request a trade over there, mm-hmm. win another Super Bowl there, and then ride off into the sunset. But anyway, Seahawks by a million. Yep. Now, don't let this next right. game uh, trick you. Uh, the Giants are home in this game. I had to put them first because if you put them over the blue, they're actually, like, invisible. <laughs> it's so dumb. So it's uh, Cowboys at Giants, and yes. this is Sunday Night Football. Uh, you go. You can go first on this one. All right. Um, yeah, Sunday Night Football under the lights, big big game. I wonder why they I picked mean, the Cowboys on Sunday night. That just so surprising to me. Oh yeah, it's really shocking that quote America's team, even though you know most of America actually hates that team <laughs> uh, and hates their fans, does not like that team. Um, but yeah, big game. Danny Dimes trying to prove that he is worth the money that he was given. A lot of people are having a hard time believing that. I think he's a fine quarterback, very serviceable, but not deserving of the contract he got. Um, but, you know, like we said, when he got the contract, good on him. Like, always hoping the guys get their money. Um, 
you got Saquon, you got you know, the, really the entire Giants offense trying to prove the entire Giants team, sorry, trying to prove that last year was not a coincidence. You know, everyone ruled them out as like, you know, Seahawks aren't winning a game, Giants aren't winning a game, and then they surprised us every single week by winning games. We're like, oh, and then they made it to the playoffs, and then they actually won, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is kind of crazy. So they're trying to prove that last year wasn't a coincidence. But on the other side of the ball, you do have the Cowboys. They're newly Zekeless. So, you know, Tony Pollard is the running back, as he should have been all of last year. Got Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, who hopefully won't throw 10 interceptions, or so he says. I kind of hope he does. Not going to lie to you guys. Um, and their defense is just as stout as it was last year. So, in the end, I think it'll be an entertaining game. I hope it'll be entertaining. But I do have the Cowboys winning. Yep. I agree with you there. Obviously, the Cowboys were my Super Bowl pick. I think they're going to be incredibly good this season, and I'm not very high on the Giants. I think they got a little lucky last year and just were squeaking by every week. It didn't really make much sense to me. Uh, the Giants, de- or the Giants, the Cowboys' defense is much better. Their offense is much better. The only thing the Giants really got is Saquon and new. I, I guess they got Darren Waller over the offseason. So hoping he pans out because I have him in my money fantasy football league. So kind of hoping for a good Darren Waller showing. But aside from that, Cowboys will. I, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, but I think the Cowboys will win. I can get with that. Yeah. All right. And then our last game of week one big headliner we have the Bills at. Jets. I'll let you start this one off. Yeah, like Austin said, big headliner, probably the most hyped up game of the of the week. Uh, I don't know why the NFL put it on a Monday night instead of like Sunday night or Thursday, but you know, whatever, put it to the very end, make people wait for it, I guess. Uh, obviously, the Jets were on hard knocks this season, so everyone knows all the stuff about the Jets. Aaron Rodgers was shoved on everyone's TV, and everyone's like, "You're gonna watch Aaron Rodgers," and that's what had to happen. So. Everyone knows about the Jets. Uh, everyone knows Aaron Rodgers is on the Jets now. They're very hyped up. I had them going to the Super Bowl, which is, I still really can't believe I did that. Uh, the Bills, obviously, every season they have Super Bowl aspirations. They're always Super Bowl or bust, and every year they've been bust. Um, I think that both of these teams are going to be good. I both are making the playoffs. Um, it's it's interesting because normally, like, it's a new quarterback. And he is a, he's going to have a lot of nerves because this is a very hyped-up team. This is all the talk was all offseason. I feel like nerves will be in effect. But at the same time, I think the Jets are a much better roster than the Bills. Their defense is great. Uh, I think they have the two best, the best corner duo in the league by a long shot. I think they'll easily be able to stop Diggs and Gabe Davis if that's still who the Bills' number two receiver is. Josh Allen throws a lot of interceptions as it is. So I think... Sauce Gardner and what's the name, DJ Reader or whatever his name is, is going to get at least one interception, maybe two on Josh Allen. And I think it's going to be a really fun and uh, interesting back-to-back game. But I got the Jets winning at home. Nice. Um, yeah, I agree with really everything you said. Um, but for this game, I hope the Jets win. I do. I'm a really big fan of Aaron Rodgers. Nah. Um, see, I'm not. <laughs> I, I am. I'm really a fan of Aaron Rodgers. I'd love to see him succeed. I'd love to w- see him win at least one more Super Bowl before he retires. Um, but for this game in particular, I have the Bills. Um, this is the only game where I'm just going off of a feeling. This is kind of like my test. I'm like, 
this one's kind of can go either way. I'll go off my gut this one and, you know, see how my gut does this year opposed to last year. So if I get this one right, you're going to see a lot of wild picks for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I can totally see this one going out of the way. There's a lot of 50-50 games this week, but there's also a lot of blowouts. But regardless, it doesn't matter because football's back, and that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah that's all that matters. And like we, like I said, um, it is week one. So you know, anything can go anyway. You know, maybe the Jaguars are really bad. I doubt it, but maybe they're really bad. Nah, I doubt it. But yeah, there's a chance. Maybe the Jets' defense gives up 100 points a game. I doubt it, but it could happen. We haven't seen these players in you know so many months. Um, we just assume that everything's going to go the way that it was going when the season ended last time. So a lot can happen, but like you said, overall we're just very excited that football's back. Um, been counting down the minutes until Thursday night football kicks off at eight twenty tonight. Two hours and eighteen minutes away. Yep, super exciting. This video will probably be out later tonight or tomorrow morning, I'd assume. So you guys probably already know the result of that game. So hopefully Mahomes went crazy for my fantasy team. Hopefully it was just a fun, high-scoring football game to watch just for any normal fan. Hopefully the Lions' backfield rushed for over 200 yards. Man, my fantasy team would go crazy for that. Um, yeah, exciting stuff. But I think that's all, all we have. Went and picked all the games. Uh, really excited to get this year kicked off. And remember, go check us out on Instagram, ka underscore football. Make sure that you vote on the poll that'll be out very soon on what punishment we should do for the pickums this year. Um, we know that the video of the punishment last year didn't get out on time before Debbie it's left still not the first out. mission strip. Yeah. Hey, it's still not but, out. Um, it's apparently it's really good. Yeah, according know. to Debbie, it's very we good. Wouldn't know. We wouldn't know if we haven't seen it yet. So maybe within the next seven years, it'll get out to you guys. But we don't focus on the past. We focus on the present and the future. So make sure you go follow us on Instagram, vote on that poll. And um, assuming that's all we have, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching this episode of KNA Football. You can listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we're also active on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube Shorts. If you made it this far in the video, Thank you. You're a real one. We'll see you next time.